0: It's not a big team, but it's not a small team, but it's not, you know, for $30 million in business, I think 17 people is is pretty lean. Yeah, (laughs) very lean. (laughs) Pretty much in the first few months as I started sending out squatty potties free of charge to people like yourself, Influencers, health writers, bloggers. I reached out to every health writer of every major newspaper, sending them a free squatty potty. I'd find them and just send them the squatty potty with a with a note from myself and my mom, a little picture of her. I said, you know, this is the problem. This is my our solution, and this is how it works. You know, I kind of pinch myself that we've had so much success, and it's just like, well, that's just funny. This mama's poop stool. We stand
1: today. The Business Method the business with a The Business Method. The Business Method Podcast. The Business Method Podcast featuring Chris Reynolds. Entrepreneur's systems, methods, tools, and tactics. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm your host, Chris Reynolds, and welcome to the Business Method Podcast, a podcast featuring high-performing entrepreneurs and high-caliber people dissecting their different methods, tools, and strategies so we can apply them to our businesses and lives. On our first series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs that have built businesses creating $100,000 or more annually. On our second series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs that have built seven-figure businesses that can be ran anywhere in the world, and currently, we are interviewing 100 major influencers to get behind the minds and the science of using influence to grow business, affect income, results, economies, and cultures, especially post-COVID. Since we moved into a post-pandemic world, the landscape has changed drastically for most business owners. We're finding out what is working for the entrepreneurs out there that have positioned themselves well to make sure their businesses thrive, succeed, and continue to experience growth in this current economy. And now, let's hop into today's show. The business method. On this episode, we are joined by the CEO and founder of the legendary and so incredibly viral poop stool, Squatty Potty. His name is Bobby Edwards. Back in 2012, Bobby's mother was having some troubles pooping. So Bobby did what any good-hearted son would do. He got creative and designed a stool that would help her poop, and it worked. His mom, Judy, deemed the magic stool to be named Squatty Potty, and now they are running a corporation that had million in sales for 2016. Bobby is an incredibly warm-hearted guy, and you will be able to tell that from the show that he is humbled and flattered from his success. Squatty Potty has literally changed the way people poop. All around the world. The family gets thank you messages all the time, and Squatty Potty has been featured on Oprah, CNBC, Shark Tank, Dr. Oz, Howard Stern, The View, What Women Want Trade Shows, Billions, Inc., Entrepreneur Magazine, Forbes Magazine, and many sitcoms, and has also influenced pop culture. Squatty Potty also has a YouTube video that has went incredibly viral with over 150 million views, complete with a unicorn pooping rainbow ice cream. We'll put the video in the show notes so you guys can check this out. From a marketing and sales and psychology standpoint, any entrepreneur should check out this video. You can learn a lot from it. Today, we will get behind this ingenious entrepreneurial mind and chat with Bobby about the growth of Squatty Potty. He shares some ups and downs, some essential elements to business growth, and some tips for fellow Entrepreneurs out there about the difference between seven and eight figure mentalities in business. And without further ado, the founder of Squatty Potty, Bobby Edwards. Entrepreneurs, systems, methods, tools, and tactics. Welcome, Bobby, to the podcast. How are you today? Hey Chris, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on the show, my friend. And you're calling from St. George, no, excuse me, Salt Lake City, Utah, right? I'm in
0: Salt Lake City today, yes. We are based in St. George, Utah, but um, I'm up in the big city uh, with some advertising meetings and stuff, so I'm here for for the night.
1: Very cool. (laughs) Further in the show, I definitely want to get into what your life is like these days, being the Squatty Potty success (laughs) founder that you are. This idea and the concept I just think is so cool because I saw the viral video, of course, and heard about it and and saw it online. But one of my best friends is from the Netherlands. He's a huge fan of it. One of the ideas to get you on the podcast was just talking to him, and I was like, God, I bet Steven would love to have Bobby on the show. Thanks to him, we reached out to you guys and decided to make contact. I want to hear about how this whole amazing movement got started. So let's just give you the mic and let you roll with it yeah so
0: i mean i'm sure if you're an entrepreneur you've heard of the saying uh, necessity is the mother of all invention (laughs) yeah (laughs) and uh my mother was constipated so you know and it's funny because she she's you know she had seven children and uh she was fairly constipated her whole her whole life but she she uh, at 60, she bought a new house and she moved in. And this, in, in this house, they had these taller toilets that were uh, everyone's building, putting them in now, and they're, they're 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 taller to make it easier to get on and off the toilet. So they're called comfort height toilet, making it easier uh, to for you know people to climb on the toilet. They can't. Some people sit down so far they can't get up, so it makes it easier to get off. Anyway, that house had these uh these taller toilets that's when her problem became worse. It just, it got worse. She was like, this is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much toilet bound. I, I, I can't, I, I'm miserable. And other, other, other problems were happening because of her constipation, you know, from straining and pushing. And so she was at a, um, she was at a physical therapist's office and, and the therapist said, you know, elevate your feet. It's a, it, it could be a mechanical thing for you. Elevate your feet on a stool and uh, that might help. And she went home, and she got a stool and put it in her bathroom, and she put her feet up on it, and it worked. She was like, yes, the stool works, but now I have this stool that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the stool, you know, and, and she didn't feel like it was doing quite the good job because she was – after a while, you know, she, she started feeling like she wanted to be more in a natural squat. And the stool does not allow you to get into an ergonomic natural squat. So she's like, if the school, if the stool would only kind of, I want maybe two stools on each side of my toilet, and then she was actually talking to me about it, and I said, Mom, you know, let's just do a horseshoe-shaped stool, that you know you can, it, it's it scoops around the toilet and then it just tucks there. And the problem is when she would open and close her door to the bathroom, it would hit the door and the stool was in the way, and she trip her to- trip on it. And my dad hated it, and uh, so in order to solve that problem, we we went to the drawing board and came up with this horseshoe-shaped design stool, and we built several prototypes to make it so you could mimic a natural squat as most much as possible, which is not possible with a regular stool. So, um, you know, we just approved upon the stool. So that's what the Squatty Potty is. It's Judy's poop stool that she created to help her get into a natural squat position so she could eliminate easier. And. Uh, And the squatty potty was born. I thought, well, problem solved. And then she gets the idea that she wants to start giving these away as gifts. And, um, so I, it was my friend who was making them for her. And so I said, you know, my mom wants a half dozen of these now. Our aunt Connie has hemorrhoids and, um, (laughs) (laughs) and she, for some reason, she, she has this crazy idea. Like this is going to be a thing, a, a, a gift so we my had my friend make you know a dozen more and that year for christmas she gave them away to friends and family and then it was like weird because she started getting phone calls for more stools from friends of friends and friends of friends and they just it, there was enough novelty to it that people liked talking about it and 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 it worked so people were getting relief from it so it was like it was fun and it was interesting and it worked and so i think the word of mouth happened pretty quickly and i was like one day just said mom let's there is nothing like this on the market let's patent it let's 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 start it let's let's see what happens so we did so we created a website and in my previous life well i right out of high school i had worked at fox television and i worked in a um in the online well i worked in the on in the marketing department and i was a copywriter and i wrote copy for tv guy for fox for fox network And uh, that that department slipped and it it, it split into a uh, online marketing department. And I went over with uh, that department and and started producing websites for television shows. So I I worked on the initial sites for uh, American Idol and for The Simpsons and 24 and other various um, Fox network shows. So I had experience building websites. So I said, Mom, let's build a website. You know, make it keyword heavy, blah, blah, blah. People can find it. People are obviously searching for this. We did some Google, you know, keyword search terms and people were, the concept was there, but there was nothing there for people to buy to help them with this problem. So people were actually perching up on their toilet, which is not safe. And some people can't actually squat, especially my mother. She's 60, you know, 63 at the time. So through a little research, I realized that this was something that people needed and it wasn't available and let's create it. Let's build a website and people came and and build it and they will come and they came and you know in, in the first year i th- you know we started late in the year so but the the, the first full year we were in business we did about six hundred thousand in, dollars in business on, on just on our website so nice it was it went pretty fast like people heard about us it, it didn't just happen i just say you know but 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 there were some other tricks that i'll share that we did as well to get that website going but um It you know it 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 happened pretty quickly, quicker than we thought it would happen, and it's definitely bigger now than we ever thought it would be.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, Bobby, was this your first entrepreneurial venture, or had your family been involved in business before? No,
0: so I I I, I did. I worked at Fox Networking, and then I would I would visit. This was in Los Angeles. I'd visit my parents in Saint George, Utah, Mm -hmm. and my brother had started a business, and I I watched his lifestyle and his way of life of. Of working for himself and you know having freedom to go on vacation when he wanted and and and, and making good money and and uh, you know just the freedom that comes from being an entrepreneur or the self you know the gratification and I I was super attracted to that lifestyle and he gave me the opportunity to come and 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 uh, because of my marketing expertise he needed some help so he he brought me in just initially as a as a as a as, a, as an employee and then I became a partner in that in that business with my brother it was a construction business, but it was a specialty construction business. So the website helped us get jobs all over the country. So we would, we would, we, we turned that into a, you know, a multi, you know, a, a fairly big, uh, construction company in, a, in just a few short years. And, uh, so that was my first taste of entrep- entrepreneurship and I loved it. It was so much fun. Um, you know, it did give me, you know, the freedom to, you know, be my own boss and, and do the things we wanted to do and and use my creative, and even though it was in construction, it was still, uh, you know, there was still a lot of uh, marketing to that business. So that was my first taste. So, (laughs) so no, but, but even my dad, my dad was an entrepreneur all a whole life. It was, it was always up and down though. You know, it was, Mm -hmm. he never worked for somebody else. He always had his own businesses and it was either boom or bust. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, you know, there were a lot of those ideas He had this, you know, he he was kind of an idea guy and then he and then he got into some other commodities trading. And but it was it was, you know, but the truth is, is he was always, you know, working for himself and it it was happy. He was, you know, he was
1: happy. Yeah. That's the great part about entrepreneurship. Yeah. I'd like to talk about that first year and you guys got the patent you decided to put it on the market and you mentioned that you, you had some experience in copy and you were creating some stuff on your website. that were keyword heavy. What was some of the tactics that you used to to get traffic in that first year to that website? We, I mean, we created a content,
0: a, a, a fairly content rich site, which in the beginning is important for people to find you. And it was even more important back then. than it was now. Right. So, yeah. um, People are searching for those t- these terms, and there's not a lot of competition out there. There weren't a lot of articles about squatting to poop and how it's helpful for your health. <laughs> so, but there were people looking for it because, and and you know, I, 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 I we learned quickly that that people were look, you know, p- people had their own you know uh, tricks and up their sleeve about what you know about how to uh, solve this problem, and um, so we, we we you know we created that website. And uh, the thing that I did right away as well. Pretty much in the first you know few months, as I started sending out Squatty Potties free of charge to um, people like yourself, influencers, mm-hmm, uh, health definitely. writers, bloggers. Um, you know, I, I reached out to every health writer of every major newspaper, sending them a free Squatty Potty. I'd find them and, and just send them the Squatty Potty with a with a note from myself and my mom, a little picture of her that said, you know, this is the problem, this is my our solution, and this is how it works. And you know, anatomically, we're designed to squat. And, you know, a lot of people really s- jumped on the bandwagon quick with that because, you know, a lot of like the paleo bloggers, right? That was a big mm-hmm. niche for us because they understood they're all ancestral and ancestral our ancestors squatted. And so we got a lot of big uh, paleo bloggers to write about the squatty potty. And in fact, our first blogger was a vegan blogger who I I didn't think would you know be into writing about poop. But she was because she said, you know, I, I speak about nutrition and health and how important what it is we put in our into our bodies. I mean, I'm going to talk about how important it is uh, when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> but I found this product. It, you know, it was created by a mother and son and and uh, it's the squatty potty. And this is and I've been using it and I love it. It works. It has. I love this thing. And so we just, you know, we rate we, these bloggers started coming back with stories of, of success and another blogger was a big alternative health blogger he had you know several hundred thousand followers and he had been using a poop box he called it a poop box and it was it was like a rubber a rubber made container that he'd turn upside down and he did a video where uh, you know he threw away the poop box and replaced it with this sleek cool squatty potty and you know that drove a lot of people to our site and it just kind of snowballed from there and then other influencers heard about it they reached out to me saying hey I've heard about this squatty potty can I try it and write about it So it turned from me reaching out to them to people reaching out to me.
1: Uh, Remind me again, Bobby, what was your first year? Which year? Uh, It was 2012. Okay. Now I want to ask you, it sounds like things just started to pop pretty rapidly for you guys. I'm kind of curious if there's any mistakes that you made in year one that you Mm -hmm. would have done differently.
0: Oh my God, there's so many mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) So one that I can share is that we, we had spent some money. So again, we had spent some money on on ad spends that weren't people weren't ready for our 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 product yet. It right. was interesting. We didn't know how to we didn't know how to message our product, and it was pretty foul and gross and disgusting. Okay. And so we had not honed our message, and we spent some big money on some digital and, and banner ads that that were that, that that just totally flopped. And so we took that as an exercise to really hone our message and uh and that's that was you know those 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 mistakes can become opportunities of course if you um you know this learn you know say why aren't people responding to this and so you know we just we started making work different change the copy so that it was more you know we used words like eliminate um we used um uh you know instead of being like gross we were we we realized people just like people liked smart, funny, obviously, mm-hmm. and not, and not foul funny. <laughs> yeah. So we were able to kind of really refine our message from, from that mistake. And, and, um, you know, it was, that, that was a, that was a, you know, I guess we hadn't quite nailed our message and we went and we, and we spent a bunch of money on a message that was not right. Yeah. and it, and, it, and we suffered from that.
1: When did that really turn around for you guys? What was the the turning point of your messaging that, that helped it really take off? So
0: after after that, so we actually started doing some some one on one. We went to trade shows actually, and they were they weren't profitable for us, but they they allowed us to be in front of people and present our product and be face to face with them. So we went to these what women want trade shows. It's it was like a kind of a series of of, of like for women right Mm -hmm. women centric and they were like botox providers and jewelry and tchotchkes and purses and all this stuff and the squatty potty and people were not super receptive but it was a good opportunity for us to go how what 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 message are we using that makes the women respond right and and it was always it was always health and it was always fit and it was always lighter and people didn't want to hear right off the bat about hemorrhoids and constipation (laughs) they just wanted to talk about the posture so, people responded to toilet posture. And just like in yoga, there's certain postures. And just like they're in uh, children, children's you know, squat, squat in their diaper or, or was things that would, people could relate to about the anatomy and stuff. Those are the things pe- that people responded to. So, we would change our coffee to talk about toilet posture. And that's where we started getting response. <laughs> you know, when we started talking about the anatomy and about the posture instead of mouth pooping
1: right (laughs) (laughs) where'd the name come from bobby
0: so mom was in uh china Mm -hmm. and the name for the uh squat toilets in china are squatty potties that's what that's the english name for those squat those squat toilets and she goes bobby the the name the names of these toilets are squatty potties that's the perfect name for the stool so i i said that's a perfect name so i just I got online and the URL was available and it hadn't been trademarked, so we, we did it. I did it both right then, within ten minutes.
1: <laughs> it really fits now that you guys have gotten a message together with it and everything. I mean, it fits the branding so well. It's just like a cutesy name, you know, yeah. something you would maybe tell a, a child, a small child. Let's go to the yeah. squatty potty. And <laughs> so very cool.
0: So I, I guess my I guess my just to go back to that mistake from the first year, mm-hmm. make sure that you have your product down before you. Put any scale to it, right don't go out mm. too early don't get out of the gate too early with scale before you have the product figured out and the messaging and that means the messaging the, you know a lot of things so you know nail it then scale it
1: <laughs> so if you were going to do it over, you would spend more time kind of working on the brand and messaging first before you went to I would the
0: have. We certainly yeah we we certainly were spending a lot of money on 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 marketing that didn't work
1: yeah makes sense
0: i just wanted to talk about poop because i thought that was so much fun but it 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 wasn't as much as you know now we can now now that we have some credibility and people know who we are and we're you know we have some penetration into pop culture yeah we can do it but it was too early for us to come out of the gate with that humor yeah it wasn't the timing timing is everything i guess
1: (laughs) yeah makes sense do you have any inspiring stories from the squatty potty other than your mother's and yours um that you could share
0: <laughs> sure so i mean you know there, there's so many things that have, have come because of this you know squatty potty is the true american dream you know my my parents yeah. were set to retire essentially on social security you know my dad was an entrepreneur his boomer bust he didn't he didn't count on he didn't have the money to sock away into social security or or, or, or um retirement you know he, he He kind of lived by the seat of his pants, and he always provided. And he was—he's a happy and was always very a fun person and and happy. But, you know, they were set to retire on on Social Security, and now, you know, they have squatty potty, and it's just so nice to see, you know, they have 26 grandkids, and they're just now they're retiring, and they're, um, you know, it's really it's, it really is that all American dream story. And you see the people that we, you know, we're able to, we live in a small town and we're able to employ people at, at, um, you know, livable wages and, and, and bring creative, bring creative jobs to St. George so they don't have to leave. And um, you know, there's so much that comes from owning your own business and, and, and being part of this process and, um, and then having it be successful. It's just, it's, it really is inspiring. I mean, I, I, um, you know, I kind of pinch myself that we've had so much success and it's just like, well, that's just funny. That's mama's poop stool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The most simple thing in the world, right? (laughs)
0: The most simple thing in the world. And it can, you know, there's,
1: there's, there's riches and niches and we found our niche. (laughs) Yeah. Well, congratulations for that, man. Well deserved. I'd like to ask you, what's your daily life like these days? Are you the hustling entrepreneur and CEO, or do you kind of kick back and give the controls to your team and, and relax a little bit more?
0: It's a little bit of both. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I've definitely hired people smarter than me, um, and that's that's the that you know that's why we've be we've, that's another reason why we've been successful. Um, I have creative, I have a creative vein in me and, but as far as keeping on task, as far as, you know, fulfillment and operations, there's so much to, to running, you know, a multimillion dollar company and, 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 and then partnering with, you know, all the different retail partners and the work that goes behind every relationship with every, you know, as a getting the vendor relationships up with, you know, every, every retail partner, you know, we were, we had one retail partner. In the first two years, and now we have over you know almost sixteen, um, and we're almost in eighteen thousand um, doors. Wow! <laughs> and that's just incredible. It's incredible work that goes into that, and we have I have we have incredibly smart people, you know, a great operations guy, a great CFO, and um, I, I I'm still responsible for the marketing, but you know, it's uh, it's it's just about hiring people that are smarter than you. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> How big is your team these days? Uh, we have seventeen nice, working, nice. Um, and we don't do any fulfillment. We we have customer service. Um, we have um, the the creative team. You know the marketing team, and and then we have uh, product development, small product development team, and then we have our, our accounting. You know our, our receive our payable receivable. Mm -hmm. Uh, Department so um, Fulfillment we don't ever see the product manufacturing is done. Just up the road. We still make the squatty potties in Utah Uh, they're fulfilled out of Salt Lake City and um, so we um, You know It's not a big team, but it's not a small team, but it's not you know for for uh, 30 million dollars in business I think 17 people is is pretty lean.
1: Yeah (laughs) Very lean. It's amazing that you know, I don't think 50 years ago 40 years ago you couldn't run a business so big with so few people, and it's amazing what technology yeah. can do with that.
0: Yeah, and we take full advantage of technology. Yeah, <laughs> and outsourcing—you know, where we can, because we know our strength. Our strength is marketing. Our strength is product uh, development, and our—you know—we we, this is where we work. This is where we do our—you know—fulfillment and all that other stuff is—it's not fun, especially when when, when you're when you're upward with, with the ups and downs, right? So, yeah. um, so that's all done outside.
1: I'd like to talk marketing a little bit, and you have a YouTube video that's gone extremely viral with over, I think, 150 million views or so. I'd just like to chat a little bit about the genius behind that. How did you, where'd that idea come from?
0: Yeah, so so it was actually pitched, but it was pitched, um, I I had gone to this team, they're called the Harmon Brothers, Mm -hmm. and they had done several videos that I thought were really well done, Um, and Early on, I went to them, and, and uh, they gave me a, a bid, and I just, there's no way I could afford it. So we had tried, made several attempts, and, you know, our, our product is, is uh, you know, I knew it lent itself to the viral video content strategy because it was so much fun. People wanted to talk about it, you know, and share it, and we saw people online. We see our people, our, we have, you know, that Bloomberg Business just did an article on Squatty Potty, and it was called The Cult of the Squatty Potty. I saw that. And he said, you know, I... These people are crazy about this thing. It's a it's a squatty potty. It's a plastic <laughs> stool. What's the deal? You know, and so we knew that there was that we, we that there was we could see that, and I knew that that opportunity was there, but I couldn't find it. It was elusive. Our own efforts came up short, and I had written well. We had we had we had actually produced a spot, again with these. You know, I thought it was hilarious. The the the, the copy was funny. But it did not translate on screen the way I thought it would, and we actually never released it. Spent a bunch, of, spent you know, a bunch of money on that thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was it was not it was not funny. It was gross. So I, when we finally got enough money to engage with the Harmon Brothers, I went back to them and I said we want to go, and they said fine. Let's let's come up with some scripts. So we we signed on. They pitched us three different ideas. One of them was ice cream, a soft serve ice cream machine. And then we, we I like that one the best. And then that, I that idea turned into a unicorn. It was like <laughs> rainbow ice cream because it couldn't be chocolate or any other color. And then it was like, let's have the rain. Let's have one day. The guy he called me. He goes, what about the rainbow? What about the unicorn pooping the rainbow ice cream? And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> So it just, like, became more and more awesome as it went.
1: <laughs> Obviously, it went viral, but did yeah. you see quite a bit of growth in sales just from that video?
0: Oh, incredible. Yeah, it was incredible. So we have, you know, in, in the in the Squatty Potty timeline, we have these, what I call, you know, s- steps, you know. And the first step was the, uh, you know, mommy bloggers and the paleo bloggers, right? Mm-hmm. And then from there, you know, a producer at Dr. Oz calls and says, you know, I I, I saw your – um, your school stool on extreme health. And I decided to buy it and I've been trying and I love it. And I've talked to, to, to Dr. Oz about it. And he he's interested in bringing it on. Would you you know, can we, can we bring the stool on? And so then, you know, Dr. Oz was a kind of a big step for us. And then, and then the next year, Howard Stern, you know, one of the biggest radio, the biggest radio personality, and actually uh, one of the biggest um, influencers, even a lot of people don't know that he has 25 million, Listeners, <laughs> wow! And he's as big or bigger than Oprah ever was. But he's on radios. So not everyone listens to him, but he has a loyal fan base. And Howard Stern just organically started talking about the Squatty Potty and how much he loved it, and he kisses it, and blah 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 blah. <laughs> he thinks it's the best thing, and you know that went on for months. And then and so that's kind of was the next big step. And then you know I went on Shark Tank, and that was like then it just kind of snowballed from there. And then we had the unicorn video. And the unicorn video was 10 times what any of those other ones did. Really? You know? Yeah. It was incredible. It it converted like crazy. Like no one, like the Harmon brothers who had done several other videos before the unicorn video had never seen anything like it. It was beyond what any of us thought was ever going to happen. Wow. And it did. It was funny and it was interesting and it converted.
1: It was like, Awesome. You know, there's such a science to that because it does really draw you in. You know, that video, whether you have problems pooping or not, it makes you just want to buy it. And it could be, yeah. I think it's the colors and the cuteness and the attractiveness of it. And by the end of it, you're like, okay, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> what it, What it, am I buying? Going
0: back to that message of what is it about? So, yeah, it's there's this funny and there's this humor. But why do you need this product, kink on kink? kink unkinked mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that was that was in in that video probably 15 times
1: right right that makes <laughs> the sense. unicorn
0: was kinked or unkinked and you know so so that was our message right when you're when you're sitting you're kinked when you're when you're squatty potty posture you're open
1: <laughs> you know it's kind of amazing what this all has done and i think think i saw one video where you were mentioning like how many millions it's Millions of dollars, maybe even billions of dollars. People are are investing in pills and healthcare that's yeah. not natural to fix problems like these. And it's something that's so simple that can really change that movement. I'm curious, like, how does that make you feel to know that you've really altered so many lives out there yeah. by, by creating a product like this?
0: Yeah, it's incredible. You know, I, I, um, I. I, I'll hop on the phone sometimes when we were busy, you know, like a couple of days ago we were on the view. And so we, our phones were off the hook and I get on the phones and people are excited about it. And then you get the call from somebody who's, you know, wanting to thank you for changing their life, um, for helping them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's incredible. We do have those fans and that it, it, it is because if we, they've tried potions and everything, you know, pills, whatever, to help them. And this is the one thing that helped. And it's, it's not that it's, it's not the cure all for everyone. You know, it's not, it's not that, but it's, it's for so many people, it's the thing that puts them, that, that, that finally helps them. It's the, it's the puzzle, the final piece of the puzzle. And they didn't know about it. And we introduced them to this concept and it's changed their life. And they're so grateful because it's, people do suffer. I mean, I'm not one of them, thank goodness. But you know, I, I do get those phone calls from the people that we help. And it's awesome that we have, you know, really, you know, essentially we're changing the way America poops Hmm. and, (laughs) and, you know, it's kind of funny. (laughs) And it's beyond America.
1: It's the world because, you know, Oh yeah,
0: yeah, no, it is. It's, it's, um, you know, I look at the way we've been able to penetrate pop culture and, and, uh, just come up, you know, we've been in, you know, now we're, we're being written into sitcoms and and drama and just like, you know, Transparency, which is on Amazon, that they have this um, episode where one of the one of the mothers, their, her son was constipated, and so she took the squatty potty to school with him, and it was just written into the script like it was nothing, like oh here's his squatty potty, and the teacher was like thought that was weird, and and then uh, mm-hmm. and then later on in the episode she's like honey you need to run back to the school and get the squatty potty he can't poop. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like it's funny, and it's funny that it's just kind of they, we didn't even know about it, right? They don't tell us; it just happens. And then it was on Billions, which is you know popular on Showtime right now. Mm-hmm. Or it just comes up all over. It's it's funny how it has done that.
1: I think you guys need a song. I think that that would be a good kid song for Squatty Potty.
0: <laughs> I like um, I like to the tune of Rubber Ducky
1: Squatty Potty, you're the one. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> you make poop time so much fun. <laughs> Um, what's next for Squatty Potty? What's the next five years look like for you guys? You know, it's just we we've got a lot of projects. We're busy in the product development.
0: You know, it's a, about improving the stool, but it's also um, better bathroom products, making the bathroom better, and 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 taking products that were once taboo and making them available. Um, you know, we've got s- several bidets, a bidet that we're about to release that has a unique feature that's awesome. Um, and bidets are so incredible. I don't know why people are are not using them more. But and this one is so simple to install. Anyone can install it with a screwdriver, and it's and it's you know it's thirty five dollars and it it's got a feature that nobody else has. Um, then there's other products. You know we're looking at other uh, natural paste. You know hemorrhoid creams, um, other things just to make people more comfortable. A lot of people are not comfortable down there. Yeah. And, um, it's, there's, there's some simple tricks that people don't know about that and simple ingredients that are natural and you don't have to put chemicals down there. You can do, there's natural ingredients that will help. So we're compounding those and making those available. They'll be available soon.
1: So... One more question, Bobby, and this is kind of the theme of this podcast chapter that we're doing, the difference between <laughs> mentalities at different levels as entrepreneurship. And so I'd like to ask you, for you personally, what would you say the difference is between a seven-figure mentality in your business and the eight-figure mentality?
0: Um, It's, it's I think, <laughs> I'm kind of stumped with this, actually, because I'm, I'm trying to think of when, you know... I've just I I have just always been open. I I I wanted this to go big, and I wanted I I knew it was funny. That's why I was attracted to Squatty Potty, and um, so when people were telling me, you know, oh, you can never, you'll you know, Bed Bath will never take this. This will never be on the shelves at Target because it's such a strange niche product. I didn't listen to them. It's it's just something you've got to be open and opportunistic. I'll you know I think. I think those are it.
1: Okay. It's a good answer. Uh, Bobby, if the listeners wanted to find more information about Squatty Potty and all the details and all the products that you guys have, where's the best place they could check that out?
0: Google that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, no, you know, squattypotty.com, of course. But there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of information online about Squatty Potty. Just just type it in your browser and search away. You know, we've been featured in a lot of different media. You know, there's a Shark Tank episode with us. There's, you know, the Howard Stern stuff is funny. Um, Then, you know, there's we've been in Bloomberg and uh, Inc. and Entrepreneur Magazine, Uh, Forbes Magazine has written some stuff about us. So there's there's plenty of information of us about us out there.
1: Sounds great, my friend. Bobby, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate your time and all and, and letting us know your story and sharing sure. your tips and tricks with us. So we really appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, thanks
0: for having me. I appreciate you being open to our, 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 our product and our topic. I, I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no worries. And <laughs> listeners, thank you for tuning in once again. And we hope to see you all on the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. Hey, listeners, thanks for joining us once again. We wanted to remind you about our high-performance productivity coaching and our five, six, seven, and 8-figure private masterminds. These are all designed for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs to help you scale rapidly and grow. Check out all the details at TheBusinessMethod.com. That's TheBusinessMethod.com. And we'll see you all on the next episode.